This is the Relevant Podcast. It's episode 1103. Do we do we do 13 episode 13s? We don't skip them like like oh, hotel floors. No, we're all in. We're all in. All in. All right, episode 1113. Here we go. It's a Rolling wrong? Podcast. Here in Orlando, I'm your host Cameron Strang and joining me from Loverland, Virginia, a huge advocate for the 13s, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. <laughs> from Nashville, Tennessee, artist producer Mogul sitting in for Derek. It's our managing editor, Downtown Emily Brown. Hey y'all. I, I just it rolls off the tongue. I can't stop myself. It's a, a car that I mean, has, I'll take I mean none of the things you said about me are true, but are true, I can but pretend yeah. like they are. They can be aspirational. <laughs> and from LA, he's back. It's Marty. What's up, guys? I don't like that one either. <laughs> you got to call your What's circle up, guys? I don't know. I don't know. I was hey! too excited. Something so, like that. Too ramped up. What do you say when you go out like at a concert? Like, I get it. The music's playing. You probably jump right into a song. But if you're at a speaking gig yeah. or something and you're brought out, yeah. what's the first words out of your mouth? All right. Greet so the, the last two gigs we did, actually, we couldn't come out. There was no screens. I don't know why. So we had to come out. And that's always awkward. So I just walk on stage like I'm a comedian and everyone's like, yeah, when you're walking yeah. on and everyone comes down, you're like, what's up? Hi, guys. We're social club. That's why you paid to be here. Um, and then we just go into the show in like a funny way. Like I'll be like, you know, let's do a sound check and then Fern will beatbox and that goes right into the, this, the, the little show. But I'm usually like, what's up? Uh, hey, everyone. Just owning that awkward like, go. hey, I don't, you know. Yeah. I'm not really a part of this like world, but I'm here. Yeah, you can do that with us. Hey, uh, okay, it's November. It's the first show of November right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're 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 in the best time of the year, best. in my opinion. I'm not yeah. talking about the holidays. I'm not talking about the weather. Oh, well. I'm talking about there is stuff to watch every night that's sports related. Ooh. There's football. There is. Yay! I don't care about baseball. I know the World <laughs> Series is happening. Who cares? Basketball is finally back. Thank yes. thank you, Jesus. So this is this is the happiest time of the year for me. Uh, you guys excited? I know Emily. I know you are. I'm just like trying to contain my excitement. It's so yeah. hard. I, I'm yeah. thrilled. Uh, I love watching sports every night. Um, and I, I gotta be honest. Awesome. participating in your own way. I, I do. And that brings me to something I need to discuss because oh. you guys may hear the, the tone of my voice right now. It's a little bittersweet. I love doing the pod. I do. But I want to let you know that I turned down a significant opportunity to be on the show today. I did not want to reschedule <laughs> last minute. <laughs> But an opportunity presented itself. At the local elementary school my children attend, it is Boosterthon. And uh, every day there's events to raise money. I don't even know where. I got to be honest, I have friends that work on the PTA. They don't even know where the money's going. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're out there and they're raising it for something. Okay? It seems to be sure. for the school children. Seems, the school seems, yeah. I think it's actually for the teachers. I, I really do. I think, I well, think it's like a luncheon. They need that. But anyway, it's, the school seems to be doing just fine. In, either way. I um, was driving them off, and the security guard at the school, uh, whom I know personally, from, he lives down the street from me, he informed me that this afternoon at one fifteen, it's one oh five right now, <laughs> there was an opening to dress up in the seagull costume and dance out in the street to try to get people to drive in and come donate <laughs> to the Boosterthon. Now, this seagull costume has been the talk of the neighborhood. I, I think the school's... Rented it for a significant portion of money, and I think I think they have to recoup it with Boosterthon money. I'm pretty sure most of the Boosterthon <laughs> is going for the Seagull costume rental. Now it has been booked up all week. 
Everybody in the neighborhood wants to be the seagull. I got the personal invite. I got the security guard say, hey, hey, Jesse, listen, man. I know you've been eyeing the seagull. He's open from 115 to 215 today. You know, and I turned that opportunity down wow. to be on the show wow. today. So what I just want everyone to feel privileged. The weirdest part of this whole thing is the mascot of your kid's school is the Buccaneers. So what's up with the, the It's seagull? all they could get. It's all that they could get. Oh, yeah. It's all that. <laughs> and, yeah, it's all the party I, city I, listen, had available. I just, look, at this, look at this text message I, I just got from my wife. She's going to be the seagull. Wow. <gasps> no wow. way. Whoa. I just got a text right now. Cutthroat. She's got. She's stealing your dreams. Cutthroat. Show's <laughs> over. Show's over. Jesse is no, the holiday armadillo. You That's know, a wrap for guys. the school. Listen, <laughs> listen. This was a big opportunity. It was. Yeah, as you can see, I just got a, a phone call and a text. They they found somebody, and it's it's my wife Dana. She's going to be the seagull. Does it embarrass your kids? Oh, well, that's no, a, they don't know that mom's that's in the, the seagull. Oh, okay. Because that's the thing. You don't, the, the seagull, it, it, it's ambi- you're not allowed to talk or take the head off. You just got to dance around. Like, it's great. You can lose your identity for, for just an hour. No one knows who's in there, yeah. but you get to brag. I wonder later. if she goes up. I wonder if she sees your kids and she goes up yeah. and, and gives them special attention or messes with them, whatever. And they come home in tears. Mommy, mommy, the, the man in the seagull <laughs> outfit today hugged me. Yeah. I, it was very, it was very I was going to mess with all the kids and the teachers and maybe just make a run for it. Just sprint into the neighborhood and like the seagull's just gone. Gonna, like the seagull's yeah. gone. Haunt but everyone. They fly away. That's the whole point. Now, seagulls go where they want to go. Now, listen, I did get another significant opportunity opportunity in the neighborhood um that you know it's so this bittersweet uh one of my dear friends uh has taken over as the editor of the neighborhood newsletter mm. now this was a whole thing there was a whole neighborhood council meeting it was very oh, stop it. no it was serious and there was a vote is it yes why do you have a newsletter isn't it just called what is it next door or whatever no, that no, no. this is, is a physical you... this is a physical one. Oh wow and it goes in everybody's mailboxes you live in like a magical yeah. suburban what neighborhood the it's called the, it, my neighborhood it camera's been in my neighborhood it's a very old neighborhood it's called thoroughgood and anyway We're the neighborhood and my kids go to thoroughgood elementary yeah, they're <laughs> thoroughly Jeez. thoroughly good that's the name and of the that, newsletter the thoroughly good how did you know but I, I know but you're giving out all your personal information like there's not crazy people out there it doesn't matter they can't find me there's thousands of houses you're like, in the, the elementary and the teacher's name is i will find Mrs. You. cameron <laughs> look the thoroughly good is a newsletter that's been going around the neighborhood since the 70s and it's a printed newsletter my good friend just took over as the new editor of the Thoroughly Good. Knowing my, my esteemed background in journalism, mm. I volunteered my services. And I got my first writing assignment. Very cool. What is it on? There's an old house <laughs> in the neighborhood called the Thoroughgood House, and they do haunted tours this time of year. Someone's going to do the haunted wow. tours and doing 500 words on VIP it. Tour. I'm pushing for the cover. <laughs> VIP tour. I already pitched. I already said, listen, <laughs> they said, make sure you talk to the re- cause of reenactors and stuff, you know, because the house from the 1700s. Very like, we're not far from Colonial Williamsburg, same kind of vibe, people churning butter, things like that. They're like, make sure you talk to the reenactors, get the whole story. I said, no, no, that's not my angle. I'm going to go and interview the ghosts. (laughs) I'm going to do fake interviews with ghosts and we're going to put it in the newsletter. You're going to get fired after That's pretty awesome. No, I said that's the angle. It's it's only going to be interviews with ghosts. I love it. So... Even though I'm not the seagull, it's a big, I did get a big opportunity. You realize your neighborhood is full of 
normal people who are not in on your sense of humor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm aware. I'm. Aware. It doesn't matter. They're we, reading it for information. It's a new. Okay. It's a. It, there's a new leadership yeah. in town. Yeah, I get you. And I hear you. I'm, t- I'm shooting my shot here. You know, try to branch out a little. I got bit. lots of ideas. Oh, that's for the great. Newsletter. Well, we have a great show in store for you today. Coming up later, we talk to uh, pastor, author, Chad Veach, longtime friend of the show. We talk about prayer. You don't want to miss that. We also, at the end of the show, have a very special game called oh, Sign wow. of the Times, where uh, Marty and Jesse will be going head to head. Emily, will you give us your word that you'll do a better job keeping score today? Than last time you okay. score. Let me clarify Marty something. I don't do numbers. I'm we've, not a number guy. We've done so many shows where I've <laughs> mm-hmm. done my my math has been quite fine. Okay. The only time you mm-hmm. mess up, the one time, you know, the one Marty time. Marty was like, actually, that was the wrong score. I didn't score. You gave me a point I didn't deserve. Honestly. And you know what? I meant to do it, but I wanted to go back and listen because I. Not no offense, Marty. I think I was right. I don't think so. I, I don't think I got anything. But <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I can't confirm. Yeah. But in my no, heart, you gave I him like a point right. he didn't get. Then he very honestly said, uh, "Jesse's the only one yeah. who got a point that round." Anyway, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's coming up later. We have a whole, you know, like the Emmys and the Ooh. Oscars. We have an accounting firm auditing Emily's uh, scorekeeping at the end of the game or for the Rigged. game. So it'll be correct. <laughs> Stay tuned. Up next, it's slices. Listening to Blue, the Tiger, and Mallrat, the song has cut me down. Season four of The Chosen is in theaters now, and the reviews that count are in. Amazing. Did not disappoint. Flurry of emotions. It was powerful, heartbreaking, uplifting. You have got to come and see it. It is a message for everybody. I highly recommend that you come out and see The Chosen season four. Episodes one through three of The Chosen season four are in theaters till February 14th. So visit thechosenriseup.com and get your tickets now. That's thechosenriseup.com for tickets today. Okay, it's time for Slices. What do you have, Jesse? All right, well, a lot of people uh, are looking for for places to live, right? The housing market's all over the place. Emily, I know recently you bought you brought a piece of news about how younger generation is moving to more rural areas outside of urban ones. I might soon be run out of my neighborhood, Thoroughgood, after I uh, start getting a little weird in the newsletter. Exposing the ghosts. Yeah. You anger the ghosts. My exposés in in the the Thoroughly Good newsletter. By the way, I did pitch some investigative pieces, and they're not interested. They're more, it's like What are they? What were they? What's the smell by that ditch on uh, Palm Avenue? Like that type of stuff? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. <laughs> a lot of, Jesse you know, Carey investigation. You know what? There's a lot, What's that sludge? There's a lot of weird smells in the neighborhood, and it was a whole series. Okay? That's amazing. <laughs> That's your column name. <laughs> What's that smell? And each week what, you do a different... What's that smell? You tackle a different smell. Each, each issue, a new street and a new smell. Uh, surprisingly, it was a hard path. No, a couple of people have pitched to me. They're like, hey, we should have a third look. We have a neighborhood podcast. I'm like, oh, I'm, I know. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. Ears, hey, wide open. Um, hmm. 
Who's not picking up the dog poop? I, I get these conversations. I know it's going to go. It's all HOA stuff. There's a real estate agent, and I'm going to call him out. Sorry, it's happening right now. I'm sure he's not listening. He's an older guy, and he, his license place is Mr. Thoroka. Oh, wow. And he goes around the neighborhood a couple of times a year <laughs> and drops off like candy in the mailboxes to hustle up. He has a black Corvette, and he speeds he through the neighborhood. Corvette. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a black one, and it, and it says Mister Thoroughgood on it. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I, I, I'm gonna do a piece on him. Character study. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why is why does he feel like he can blast through the neighborhood? Witness anyway. protection program. You're gonna find a whole. You're gonna uncover a whole thing that you shouldn't. I'm just gonna warn you, Jesse. It's gonna turn out scary. Black Corvette license plate journalism. Um, all right. So in case I get run out or or anyone out there is looking for a creative housing solution, there's a new business called Villa Vi Residence, and they have a very interesting business model where you can purchase a condo. Um, uh, they start at about $100,000 um, and go up to about a quarter million. Now, the interesting thing about this condo is the condo is located on a cruise ship, and that cruise <laughs> ship uh, will will circle the wow. globe for three and a half years at a time, going to hundreds of ports in, in cities and locales around the world. Um, and the, the vision for this is basically for, for people that just want a different kind of lifestyle to, to our point, you know, last episode, these days, a lot of people can work from anywhere. Like, you know, the, 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 uh, these cruise ships, these ones are residential cruise ships that you, like I said, you buy the cabin on, they have, uh, work areas, they have office areas. They Mm. basically, it's a whole community at the high seas, um, now the other thing too is like you could you can sublease it you can Airbnb your cabin it's a whole new business model now I don't think I'm cut out for life at sea personally um, but <laughs> I would love this Cameron you well you told me a while ago that you met some salty dogs mm. while while on a cruise one time who somehow <laughs> yeah. rigged the system by by yeah. playing yeah. poker every night and getting like weird casino comps that they translated yep. into comps for their room and mm. they're basically living this life for free. Wow. Yeah, if you if you gamble enough on the casinos, they will they'll comp your room and then they'll mm. comp your cruises and then uh, yeah. you get in this tier that the cruise ship knows that if you're on a cruise, you'll spend money like you'll spend money in the casino and stuff like that, which is very profitable for them. Yeah. So basically, you're now at this tier where if they have any empty rooms, instead of that room going empty, they'd rather give the room to somebody who will gamble and stuff. So these people like will get an email every week going, hey, you want to go to the Greek islands? Do you want to go to Alaska? Do you want to go to the Caribbean? And they just cruise for free nonstop. True story. My grandmother got this. I'm not even joking with you guys. My grandmother got this. She needed the, she got the Rain Man suite. I'm not even joking with you. She, dead serious. (laughs) She would, she went to Thailand, but she would gamble and she would win. It's crazy. She would actually win, but she went to Thailand. She went to all these different places because she got the, she got comped, always got breakfast. Like when we go to those places, they would take care. She was one of those people. The dimes. She'd put nickels and machines and and you get the most money for doing slots, they told me, because yeah. they have, you know, you get you get certain tiers of like different games are more profitable for the casino. So they reward the ones that are most. But they figured out these people are so they've done it so many times. They figured out that if you put about 100, 200 bucks into the slot machines, you'll inevitably win 500 or a thousand. Like and so and you get to keep your winnings. And so like they'll go, they win on the slot machines, stop gambling, yeah. and then get a free cruise. They they're trying to talk me into it. They're they trying to you. lure me in like the to their in world. And it was, yeah. was very It's a good fallback. It's a good fallback. See, okay, this cruise life that you're talking about, Jesse, 
it feels good in theory, but cause it's like, yeah, you can like work yeah. remote and like still travel and stuff. And I'll be honest. I hate to tell you this, Cameron, if I was on a cruise ship, I would not be working. Yeah. I would do the absolute bare minimum amount of work that I had to like keep yeah. my job, I guess. I'm of a drinking hand. Yeah. I'm having a Mai Tai right next to me while I'm working. Like yeah. we're not, no issue with it. we're relaxing. Jesse, see, Jesse, you said you wouldn't like this. Here's where I will counter okay. your, that you would like this. <laughs> the best years of your life were in a college dorm. This is three and a half years of a college dorm. But the thing is about a college adult. dorm, you're in there with other college students. I don't know if right. the type mm. of people who've dedicated their lives to living on a cruise ship. I don't know. It might be awesome, actually. They're like, the great more people. I think about I'll tell you it, Jess is going to do the rock climbing wall at 9 a.m. in the morning <laughs> just to start his workout. I love it. I love that idea. Start his day. <laughs> start the workout. No, that is so true, Jesse, because like you're stuck with people for three and a half years on a yeah. boat. Like, oh, it's wow. a floating dorm. This is awesome. Like I love it. It's I either. It's either going to be dorm party every night or Lord of the Flies like a month in. (laughs) (laughs) Like, people, people are, uh, we're talking literal mutiny about a month in, you know? Get the conch show. Because the Lord of the Flies thing is like, what's the consequence, right? I own this room. You cannot kick me off this boat. I will have a fire in my room. I don't care. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's great. I think it's awesome. All right. What do you have, Barney? Yeah. Okay. So I have a, uh, this is an unusual story out of Georgia. Um, a car was speeding. Uh, it was going 90 miles per hour in a 55 mile per hour zone. So that's obviously terrible. So when he got Done the that. fine on the ticket to his disbelief, and I have a picture of the ticket actually, the balance, the payment for speeding was $1.4 million. Freaked him out. <laughs> Uh, I love that. Uh, so he instantly called the court and he was like, this got to be a problem. And they told him on the phone, they said it might be a t- typo, but either way, because you sped up, you actually have to go to court and the, the judge will. Obviously, he's not going to pay the one. It's just a number that they put there, they said. But basically, he has to physically go into court and handle it. And um, he doesn't have to pay a million. I like how they send the article, by the way, a million quid. I'm like, dude, this is America. It's Georgia. What are we doing quid for? But anyway. Um, long story short, the probably a British website. Yeah, it's um, it's the Sun. Is that the one you gave me, Emily? The Sun. I'm reading the Sun. Yeah, it's over a British, yeah, it's yeah. A British talking about quids, yeah. and it's yeah, like yeah. the little like F that has a bottom to it. It's like an E upside backwards. Anyway, so anyway, there's so many serial speeders. It's an intimidation tactic. That's really what it is. Um, but it's just a placeholder uh, before you actually physically see a judge. But this guy got he flipped out, you know, and uh, he's like freaking out but long story short it was just you know it was just a I guarantee you he'll never speed again though yeah he'll never speed again and uh, they're going it says in the article they're going through unusual lengths to make sure people understand the severity of these tickets because I mean you're going you're going 90 in a 55 uh, zone you know they're just trying to trying to do whatever they can to scare you but how is that legal? That's like scared straight. It's for, up to. For speeding it would, that's the crazy part. It's up to $1.4 million or $1.2 million. So it's up to the judge. They physically have to go now in Georgia, in the city. You physically have to go and see the judge. And the judge goes and gives you it from you plead your case. And that's what it is. You can't do ticket ticket clinic it's, or whatever. You have to physically see the judge. This is, power, this is a power trip. Is it Valdosta? There's a speed trap in Valdosta going from Florida up to Atlanta. On oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about that one. Every Almost time. Yeah, that's no, that's not this, Every but time. this is, uh, yeah, this is in um, Savannah, Georgia. But yeah, it's a. Uh, see, see this spot. is what's, what's terrible. I got a ticket coming back from Virginia. I got a ticket in South Carolina and, you know, you had to pay it and you can just go online and pay it. No yeah. problem. 
But if they put that, if they did this, that you have to see a judge or else you'll have to, you can't pay 1.4 million online. So you got to yes, go back up the, to South Carolina or in this case, Georgia to go fight it. That's, that's you know, crazy. Last night that's I went on the, you can go to court clerk's website right now and you can see any ticket that anybody has ever got. It's all public information. And my wife was looking at her. She had like one ticket. She went to me. I had eight, I had eight tickets over like the last five years. And that's only in one County. So I think a lot of them are like parking tickets. Like I park in the valet and I'm like, hey, just tow it. And they never tow it. They just give me like a, it's cheaper to, instead of paying the valet $30, it's $49 for a ticket. And I get right in front of the restaurant. So I'm pretty sure they're that ticket, but like I, I figured it out. I'm like, listen, just tow it, tow it. And they'll never tow it because it's in an awkward location for $10 more. I don't have to tip anybody. I just pull the ticket and that's it. And I get front row seating in front of Elizabeth's yeah. best Italian restaurant. <laughs> All right, Emily, do you have a quick one? We're running out of time. Yeah, yeah, super, super quick. Um, I just want to address a study that Cameron sent to me and also someone else that I know sent to me. Um, there, I'm going to use air quotes around this study. <laughs> I um, think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, the one that yep. claims people obsessed with celebrity gossip yes. are not that smart. Uh, I uh, saw that and thought of you because you are a <laughs> genius. <laughs> like, I was going to say, I, I literally saw that headline and I was like, well, that can't be true because of Emily. Yeah, Emily's. Because thank you. I feel she like I'm very, doing a lot very for the celebrity smart. obsessed Emily, community. You know yeah. I like celebrity First gossip. First of all, Emily, I. I sent it to you without commentary. I yeah, just sent it to you, you as information <laughs> because we share articles. Emily, throughout real the day. talk. I saw that out in the wild this week too, <laughs> and I was like, and and you were the first person that came to mind. It was like anecdotally, I know this not to be true. Okay, thank you. My rest of my case. That's all I wanted to argue was that um, I will. I'll be the sole <clears throat> proof. I mean, not that I'm the smartest person, but I can hold my own because, like, the test. I looked at what the how they determined again this quote unquote study. Um, they yeah. had people take a thirty word vocabulary test and like a math test, basically, and then they also asked some questions about like their interest in celebrities. That just yeah. doesn't seem conclusive for me. Higher they. The higher they said they love celebrity gossip and information, the lower they probably scored on the academic side, right? Somewhat true, happened. yes. But okay, I like that's just not a good like just because you can't spell thirty words. Yeah. Like I, I want to know what the words were. Were they easy words? Were they super difficult? Like I'll be honest, there's days I I feel like all of us have yeah. to look up how to spell a word. Photo, I'm looking know? at it right so, now. You guys spell photosynthesis. Give me a break. That's going to tell me if I'm an idiot or not. Celebrity and I'll gossip. say it, I could spell it. And I can also tell you all about celebrities. <laughs> all right. That'll do it for Slices. Stay tuned. Up next, Dad Beach joins us. You're listening to Bad, Bad, Not Good and Charlotte Day Wilson. The song is Leaper. Well, Relevant has a lot happening this year and we don't want you to miss a thing. Make sure to sign up for our newsletter right there on the front page at relevantmagazine.com and we'll send you our top five trending stories sent to your inbox every weekday. We'll also send you a weekly uh, podcast newsletter with the latest episodes, some uh, fan extras, and first peeks at the new shows that we're going to be rolling out throughout this year. Make sure to sign up. It's the best way to keep in touch with everything we got going on. Well, our guest today is Chad Veach. 
He's the pastor of Zoe Church in L.A. and the author of books like Worried About Everything Because I Pray About Nothing. We sat down with him to discuss why prayer is so important in our daily lives, how to have the right expectations for God, and how consistency changes everything. Here's our conversation. Beach. I'm excited to talk with you about your book, Worried About Everything Because I Pray About Nothing, because I think prayer is something that sometimes we overcomplicate. So what are some really practical ways we can just start praying and make it a habit? We want so desperately just for somebody to tell us what to do. Like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And I think that's the the great thing about the mystery of God in a relationship, right? Like my relationship with my spouse, my kids, my friends, like it's ever evolving. It's changing. It's, it's intimate. It's like, how do I even describe it? Right. And it's, I think the same thing with God is like, it's not about prayers, not about me saying these right words. Like I, like one of my favorite things is like prayer changes things, mainly me. It's like prayer is like, and the, the whole book is like really burnt out of Philippians 4, 6, and 7, right? So it's like, be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let you request being in another God and peace God. Blah, blah, blah. We know the whole thing. But prayer is that thing where it's like, I'm, I'm transferred from like stress and like really concern and so all of a sudden I have peace, but like the problem didn't change. Like I still have the bill or I'm still here in the hospital or I'm still going through divorce, whatever. But now I have peace about it. Like, what is that? I think that is for me, what I love about prayer is that like, it doesn't change the circumstance always, but it changes my perspective. It gives me the power to go through it. It gives me peace about the situation. And by the way, like I write about this in the book, but like, we don't worship prayer. Like I didn't write a book. So it's like, we can exalt. We don't prayer. Prayer is a vehicle. It's like an Uber. So like, I don't worship Uber. Uber just takes me from where I'm at to where I need to be. That's what prayer is. It brings me from my concern into comfort or, you know, my stress, you know, into his presence. And so if I was the enemy, I would really try and get you convinced that you're not good enough to get in that vehicle or that you don't have access or that you're like, you're inferior or you're too big of a sinner. You don't deserve and I think prayer reminds me like, wow, I don't deserve any of this, but because of Jesus, I get to pray to an almighty God. And the Bible mm-hmm. teaches me that I have full confidence before him to ask anything that I need. Like that's just powerful. And I think that's why the enemy of our soul wants us to live in torment. I mean, we know this, he wants to still kill and destroy. So he would do everything to convince you prayers too hard. Prayer's not for you. Shame, guilt, condemnation. You're inferior. You're, you're too dumb. You don't know what you're saying. I would do, if I was the enemy, I'd do everything in my power not to allow you to pray. You know, it's interesting because I feel like sometimes in our lives, we feel like God should answer our prayer in a certain way, and then he does something totally different. So how can we change our expectations or handle the different ways that God might answer our prayer? It always reminds me of like Elijah, right? When when, there's a story in the Bible when Elijah comes, you know, out of the camp, out of the cave, out of the mountain, God's like, watch this. And like, there's an earthquake and there's wind and there's fire. And then then there's this 
still small voice. And to yeah. me, it, it, it's a reminder. It's like he's not in the big stuff that we usually think he is in, but like he's in like he's in this sense. He's in this like he's in this supernatural piece. That, that's the great thing, right? It's like he will guard our hearts beyond our natural understanding and our minds. It's like in the natural it doesn't make sense. How could I have joy at a funeral where I'm going to have peace in the midst of chaos or abuse even? It's so beyond our natural comprehension that the way that God works. And so I think that, yeah, like he answers prayers in, in, in such interesting ways. Like it's the, it, to me, I just keep going back to the, it's the mystery of God to try and explain him. Like we don't even have the vernacular to figure him out or the finite ability and so he's so above and so i think that we 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 get to be in relationship with an almighty god that wants to hear our prayers wants to be in relationship with us and can answer prayers however he wants whenever he wants like it's just it's the great thing about the journey of faith i think i think also what's so interesting and you kind of mentioned this earlier is um, the power of prayer, not just when it's, you know, one person praying, but when there's hundreds or thousands of people praying. And so I would just love to know, have you ever seen, like, I'm sure you have, but um, any examples of like a group of people praying and then something changing? Because I think those are always really important to remember that prayer does change lives. So I would just love to hear like a specific example if you have any. Yeah, I write about this in the book. When I was in high school and I like really got like, all right, I'm in 16. And I came back to my high school and I like, I started this prayer group. First day I go to this class. I go, we're going to eat for 15 minutes and then pray for 15 minutes. We had 30 minutes at lunch. So first day it's like me and another buddy sneaking into a classroom. Is it public schools? Like a couple thousand kids. So like we start praying, right? Like a week later, it's like five of us. You know, the story, you know, it's like a month later, it's like, 15, 20, a couple months in, we're like 30 of us. Pretty soon we outgrow a classroom. Now we gotta go to the choir room. It's like 40, 50. Then we gotta go to the gymnasium. So it's like I would just watch my school legit, not in a church service, but like a revival sweep through my public high school. Because a bunch of kids were like, we're gonna believe God for our principal and our classmates and the football team and you know, so on and so forth. And I just watched my kids literally get delivered from anorexia, alcoholism. And like when we started, there's like 10, 15 kids in my youth group. And like we just experienced total revival. So to me, again, going back to Bogota when I was there, it reminded me like, oh, yeah, you were a part of corporate prayer when student body got together and started praying. Not once a year at see you at the pole, but like every day at lunch. It wasn't like goosebumps where I was like, like the story sounds really cool today. But like in the moment, it was just like it was just it was just happening. We were just in the moment. And like now that I look back, I'm like, it really wasn't normal 15 minutes in a lunch to like stand up and be like, all right, let's go. And a hundred kids go to the gym to pray. And we're just, dude, I'm still listening to Tupac and like making out with my girlfriend, but God's using it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm not a yeah. perfect Christian, but it's like, we're willing to go to God. And so that to me is a reminder of like, when God's people get together, and start praying, he just starts doing stuff. It's the whole thing yeah. to me, Second Chronicles 714, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways, repent of their sins. He says, I'll forgive their sins. I'll hear from heaven and I'll heal their land. So we want healing in our homes. We want healing in our churches. We want healing in our school systems. We want healing in America, but we don't want to pray because there's nothing in our flesh that wants to pray, by the way. 
even the disciples yeah. in, the, in the Garden of Gethsemane, they could not pray with our guy because the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is so weak. Um, I, I love what you say, too, about, you know, it wasn't just like one prayer that changed your school, but it was like the daily um, discipline of that. And I think that that's a really important part. Um, so can you kind of go more into like why it's not just one prayer that we pray, but it is like the daily, you know, dozens, hundreds, thousands of prayers that we pray that like, that's when you start to see, that's typically when you start to see a lot of transformation. It's the compound of consistency, to be honest, right? Like anything you do consistently, you start to get better. at. And I think with prayer, the thing about the compound of consistency is, is going like, how often do we want God to speak to us? or move in us or heal us, work through us. It's like, it's really up to you. Like faith is choose your own adventure. So that could be like an everyday thing, you know, or it could be like, Hey, I'm available for you. Like once a week, once a month, like what is it for you? I think again, the more we pray, the more we surrender, the more we have a God awareness, the more that we, it's like D.L. Moody once said, once when I stopped praying, coincidences stopped happening. And it's like, when you're praying, it's like, all of a sudden it's like, Wow, it's divine appointment. It's like, wow, God used that. Wow, God put me in their space. Wow, God showed me that. God gave me that work. So it's like, how how God aware do you want to live? And I think it needs to be a daily thing. We really need it every day. Because I always think about Jeremiah. Like, Jeremiah says, above all else, the heart is wicked. Like, I don't care what anybody says. We're all wicked. The more I pray, the more I get the wickedness out of me today. And I start going, okay, I'm not the big deal. Let's, let's die to ego. Let's live for God. Let's be aware of others. Let's have the gospel of peace on our feet today. Let's have the mind of Christ and the heart of God. If I don't pray, I just don't, for me, I don't have that mindset. So that's why it needs to be a daily thing. That was Chad Veach. Make sure to check out his book, Worried About Everything Because I Pray About Nothing. Stay tuned up next. It's Sign of the Times. Oh God, I've been fitting me. Every word is a symphony. But you believe me. What I love me at makes me wait to wrap up for Listening to Benny Sings. The song is Sailing. Obviously, the famous Christopher Cross Sailing. This little indie re- remix of it. Today's show is brought to you in part by The Chosen. Season four of The Chosen is coming to theaters nationwide on February 1st. And this season has everything clashing kingdoms, rival rulers. And when they're threatened by the reality of Jesus' growing influence, religious leaders do the unthinkable, choose to ally themselves with the Romans. As the seeds of betrayal are planted in opposition to Jesus' message turns violent, he's left with no alternative but to demand his followers rise up. So get ready, relevant podcast listeners. February 1st is the big release day. Go get your tickets now at thechosenriseup.com. Um, okay, it is time for our game. It's called Sign of the Times. It's fall. Officially fall. This is the time that a lot of church signs get especially punny. Mm. Like, you know, the, they the good old Baptist be. churches, they try to be oh. especially punny. And uh, what we want to do here, Emily put this game together. 
So she's going to keep score with the help of Johnson and Johnson uh, accounting firm uh, auditing. Her I'm about to improve. Go. I'm going to prove my intelligence right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, uh, so what we're going to do is I am, uh, it's Marty versus Jesse. I'm going to tell you a slogan. You're going to tell me, is this a slogan that actually really appeared on a church sign and we have photo okay. proof of it? Or is this something that AI mm. wrote? Oh, so she went over to chat GPT, the paid tier chat GPT four wow. threw this in the mix. So is this an AI attempt at a punny fall church sign? Or is this an actual wow. church sign? All right. Is this game called God Answers an Email? <laughs> it's called a sign of the times. That's what we're calling it. Okay, Jesse, you're up first. Our church is haunted. We have a ghost. His name is Holy Boo. Is that real or AI? Wow. I, I'm. I, I. The boo makes me think it's AI. I up. You had me to the boo. Mm-hmm. It's a real church sign. <laughs> they put. His name is Holy exclamation point, boo exclamation point. Yeah. All right, Marty, are you following like fall hyphen O hyphen ween? Are you following Jesus? Yeah, that's real. I've seen that. I've seen that that for sure. That is real. Okay. Are you following Jesus? All right, Jesse. Yeah. Don't be a ghost visitor. Join us this Sunday. That don't be a ghost. That has visitor. to be AI. That has to be. It is AI. Okay. That is AI. Correct. All right. Here we go. Um, Marty, heaven is no trick. Hell is no treat. That's real. <laughs> that has to be real for sure. That yeah. is that is real. That's I know real Christian. Uh, I know Christian comedy. Real Baptist. I know Mark Lowry. Come on, guys. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Emily. After two rounds, what's the score? Okay, according to my super scientific calculation, <laughs> uh, Marty has two, Jesse has one. Uh, Bob? Uh, Bob from Johnston and Murphy is off camera. He is <laughs> giving uh, us a thumbs yes, up. He, thumbs up, yes. Thank you, right. Bob. Thank yeah. you. Yep, yep, yep. All right, uh, Jesse, witching you, which with a hyphen, witching you a happy Sunday. AI. Correct. Mm. I, that's, that's. All right, Marty. Mm. No Baptist Marty. would even Gore. joke about witches. Yeah, you hit on that. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Gored like a, you know. It's AI. It's gored AI. yourself on God's love. It's AI. Gored it's yourself AI. on God's love is AI. That's I, correct. I, I, I gave it the away. Gored. That's a, that, okay, I'm not going to give the specifics here, but that word is not a word that Baptist people are using. People will be driving by the church. <laughs> huh? Okay, Baptists are taking a lot of shots today. Well, I just <laughs> know that they're not going to use fine. the word gored. That's fine. They're not listening. Yeah. They don't have computers. I'm just going to go. We can make fun of the Amish and the Baptists yeah. on this show. Listen, the first sure thing I know from Baptists in my life is they love being persecuted <laughs> online. They love it. That's all they tweet about. That's all they talk about. This is what they want. We're giving them what they want. Online persecution. <laughs> Trust right. me, this is this is exactly what they want. Jesse, which is welcome, repentance Ooh. required. I, I'll take I'll take real. I'll take real. Whoa. Well, like I, I said, they don't joke too. about witches. You're right. Witches yeah. and witchcraft are not joking yeah. matters. I yeah. should have gone on my no gut. No joke. No joke. Yeah. All right, Marty, try our new pumpkin spice sermons. I mean, I think that's AI because that's, if it's real, it's not good at all. Oh it is real. Gosh. It is very, there is a very You're like, Baptist that's the church lady. that Kat Vaughn got baptized in, actually, so don't disrespect it. <laughs> Church secretary would thought she was so timely yeah. with the pumpkin yeah. spice. She was very proud of that. All right, Jesse, Jesus, colon, the original zombie. 
He's alive. It's a good one. Oh, it's a good one. man. I, <laughs> I, good I, one. I hope that's AI and not a real church. It is AI. We're saying, <laughs> they got a, vid, they a, got good a one, visit though. from the deacon. The local, <laughs> like, all right, going, all right guys. It should be a real one. If anyone's listening, yeah, it's a good one. I like that one. All right, Marty. Marty, this church is like a Snickers. Sweet with a few nuts. That's real. That has to be real. That is real. Yeah. That is definitely yeah. real. Because yeah. AI doesn't get specific like that where they start talking about, they always, it's always surface level. You also have to understand how AI works. They do, they do puns. A lot of witch puns apparently so far. All right, Jesse, here we go. Being Christian means not hating. We know it takes football season hard. Ooh. Being Christian means not hating. Wow. We know, M-Dash, it makes football season hard. Wow. That Jesse. that seems a little overbaked, but I'm going to say it's a church. That is real. Yeah. That is correct. Okay. Wow. Uh, Marty, witches brewed the potions. We brew the coffee. <laughs> that is AI 100. I'm going to go with Jesse's theory. AI. Jesse's AI theory. It's witches. the witch. He's right. Yeah. 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 Which is off all right, limits. Jesse, yeah. we got to hurry. Uh, Jesse, zombies welcome. We're all about resurrections. Oh, that's real. That's got to be real. real. Has to be. That's AI. Pretty good. Oh, AI. Pretty good. Well, good thing you got that. Pretty good. good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Marty. Don't be scared to come inside. Ugh. Pause. Uh, I'm just hopefully that that I don't know. This feels real to be honest with you, but I just don't like the whole overall feeling of that statement. It is real. Yeah. That is real. Because the worst part about it is right by me, there's an adult club that has the same thing. I'm sorry. Oh, We're no. going to cut that out. We'll cut that out. No, I won't. It's not your fault that you live by a strip I club. live in California. Um, I live in Sinner's Paradise. What can I say? All right. Uh, Emily, what's the score update? Marty has six. Jesse has four. Uh, all right, Jesse. Join us for a spectacular service. Spectacular. That's real. So these aren't That's really real. fall. These are That's more real. Halloween. I'll take real. That is real. A spectacular. Yeah, Why would you want to go to a church that's a spectacular yeah, trunk or treat? that in. Yeah. All right, Marty. Believe, boo, believe in Christ and boo defy your life. That's AI. Has to be. Has to be AI. That is AI. It has to be. Man, you know it's it, outrageous. You know All right, Jesse. Spiritual Ghostbusters. We cleanse your soul. That's AI. That is AI. Okay, Correct. Good. Good. All right, Marty. Even the wicked are welcome here. That's good. That's that's a church. I hope that's a church. That's cool. That is. That is yeah, real. come inside Correct. the church. We, we, got, we got a message for you. This is our last round. Uh, Emily, what's the score? Jesse has six. Marty has eight. Okay, the, the last marbles. one. Three points. Anybody's game. Here it is. Spice. Jesse, ghoul news. Church is in session. Real. I knew that. I smelled it a mile away. By the way, your column interviewing the ghosts, ghoul news. That's what wow. you should hey, yeah. Thoroughly ghoul. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right uh, just for kicks, Marty, finding faith is easier than finding ghosts. Finding faith that seems is like easier AI. than finding ghosts. That's real. That's real. A real church put that That's kind of cool. church did yeah. that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who church? My church? She did give me a tiebreaker that we don't need. We a tiebreaker we don't need. Fall for Jesus. He's the ultimate tree. No, that's real. What that's real. That's AI. AI out there winning people to the Lord. Man, I didn't. Anyway, I already won. That'll do it for a sign of the times. Congrats to Marty. All right, before we wrap things up, I want to thank Chad Veach for joining us today. Make sure to check out his book on prayer. 
I like how he made it more, I don't know, personal and less transactional. That's good. Go read it. Um, also, a few updates. Make sure to check out relevantmagazine.com every weekday where we are covering the intersection of faith, culture, and everything in between. Uh, follow us on all the socials. Sign up for our newsletter to get our best top five trending stories sent to your inbox every weekday morning. And just I'm chomping at the bit to tell you about all the stuff that's in motion. I've been kind of priming it. Just stay tuned. Make sure you're following us. We've got some fun stuff coming out uh, to wrap up the year. All right. On that note, we'll wrap this show up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Emily Brown. I'm Marty. All right. We will see you on Tuesday or we'll see you on Friday. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Check out our features, interviews, and news updates every day at RelevantMagazine.com. And make sure to follow Relevant on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest. For more great podcasts, browse the shows on the Relevant Podcast Network, which you can find at our site. And while you're there, don't miss the all-new era of Relevant Magazine. A new issue releases every other month at RelevantMagazine.com. It doesn't matter. They can't find me. There's thousands of houses in this neighborhood. Relevant Podcast Network.